The only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been. Four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline. Greed. In the dollar. It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on radio. I'm Troy Harmon here today with, again, the A-Team. we got Bill, Dalla, Bill, Laco. We're only down 10%. I, I get you. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty much a dollar. Yeah, and we got the one and only Dr. Gene Hensler. Doc, how's it going? It's going wonderful. The weather is absolutely gorgeous. A little bit chilly, but my gosh, what lovely weather we've had. Yeah. Oh, that should make everybody at least get out of their front porch, and you are allowed to do that now, you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You're you're over 65, Gene. If you get hey, out of the no, house, no, you're supposed no, to be no. sheltering in place, oh, no. buddy. Got, don't make I me got, call the shelter in place proof. police. When I was a kid, I was 16. I had to get a 20 proof to be 21. I got. I went back to the same guy. It's amazing he's still alive, and he got me a set of proof showing up sixty-four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, we will we will tase you in your parking lot if you try to yeah. you know your driveway. We will drop you right there. That's right. And we, you know. It's healthier than the alternative, I guess. That's fair. Of That's course, correct. you know you could spend seven days in jail like that lady in Texas. Yikes! Uh, I think the governor will return that one. Yeah. Well, she's still in jail. Is she? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, she was as of last night. Maybe he commuted her sentence today. I don't know. Just just for leaving the house? I mean, well, she was. opened her store. Ah, she opened her store. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just had to feed her family. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's better than taking a gun, you know, shooting somebody because you were supposed to wear a mask into the McDonald's or whatever place that was. Wow. I mean, that's some crazy yeah. stuff, man. There, there, are, there is some bizarre things. Are we only down 10%? I thought we really are down just 10%. On the S&P or the Dow? S&P. Okay. Well, Dow's down a little further, right? Uh, yeah, probably so. Okay. Boeing actually weighed on it. It was a huge uh, component, something that folks don't understand. Boeing's a price. I mean, the Dow is a price-weighted index, meaning that it's like you bought one share of each of those 30 stocks. So the one with the biggest price has the biggest weight. And uh, Boeing was trading at around 250 before this thing happened. It's been cut substantially, so, yeah, it, it hurt. Um but, uh, yeah, the S&P 500 down 10%. I say just 10%. Uh, it was down. 35, wasn't it? Yeah, 33.9, 34%. Yeah, <clears throat> it was uh, pretty ugly. And guess who's leading the pack? Year to date, we have one sector that's positive, information technology. Well, NASDAQ uh, went positive for the year today, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did. Well, again, that's very tech-heavy, so it's not real surprising. 2.62% uh, positive on the information technology sector. Uh, worst of the bunch, energy, we know what's going on there. We've talked about it a lot here. Um, it's still down 37%, eh? It, it really is. So this is uh, this is almost the perfect time to talk about how this stuff works, right? Uh, energy, coming out of the gate, we we fell about 56%. So Got to go up more than 100 to get back. That's exactly right, <laughs> Bill. So it's up 57% from the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, if you were if you if you took the not the way, right approach. The easiest way to think about it is if you take a dollar and you cut it to fifty cents. Right. If you go up fifty percent from there, how much will you have? Seventy five cents. That's, That's right. right. You ain't no dollar. That's right. Okay. So uh, anyway, 
energy. You don't think about it. Like intuitively, you go, oh, 50%. I go back up 50%, but it's yeah. not. Mm -mm. Doesn't work. That's why falling less is always better. That's absolutely. There's a whole lot of value in falling mm -hmm. less, no doubt. Uh, if you look back to uh, 12 months ago, we're actually positive on the S&P 500, 2.15% over the past 12 months. Uh, information technology, again, positive. And how, how big positive do you think that is, Bill? I don't know. 24%. Wow. Technology is up 24% in the Gene, last 12 months. Gene, I, what shocks me is so is healthcare. It's up 14%. 14, yep, no doubt. Gene, uh, I'm, yep. not a, I'm not a market timer, but it feels a little frothy. What do you think? Um, I mean, given Disney's not going to open it, for a minute. It, 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 it's hard for me to get a handle around all of this stuff. Well, that's why frankly. I say it feels a little frothy. And, uh, but you've got interest rates at a negative 100%. <laughs> Uh, that's fair. Or close to it. And you got nowhere else yeah. to put the money. I got right. it. Yeah, I got it. And uh, so it's hard for me to say that 25 times or 16 times or whatever. Uh, you know, when we talk about the normal is what 16 times, something like that. Yeah, Troy? 16 and a half. Yeah, you're looking at normal interest rates of five percent, maybe. All right. Yeah, that's true. So it, 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 it's take your pick. We do know that the only place that we can get a decent cash return on our investment today is the stock market. True again. Yep. Okay. There's right. no doubt. Um, and we can get a dividend return that um, equals at least the rate of inflation, so I'm not losing 2% a year on investing my money in treasuries. That's true. And yeah. by the way, did you notice, Troy, that uh, the government is back issuing 20-year bonds. Yeah, they had they had talked about that uh, a few months ago. When did they, they start that? Do. Yeah, they had. They're going to make ma this the the, uh, the May auction. Oh, They're okay. Yeah. Sell twenty billion. I don't know why they don't issue a hundred-year bond. I don't understand. Yeah. I, you probably get a hundred-year bond for like one and a half. Is there anything against the law that we know of that says they can't issue uh, other governments like they issue hundred-year bonds? Long time yeah, ago. Yeah, not that I know of. I, I I don't think it's illegal. So they they could I potentially do it. I just don't understand why they wouldn't do it. We've seen corporations go out fifty years. It's uh it's been a few years ago, but Walmart actually issued a fifty-year bond. And uh, you know you've only seen it really with the AAA, the the high-rated, top-rated uh, corporations that well, have done that. I don't think that. you get any better rated than the United States. Oh, no, unless you ask S and P, and then it's a double, it's a, <laughs> or China, a double A or plus. China. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, China borrows a lot of debt. Yeah. Well, I mean, lends us a lot of money. They well, buy a lot of debt. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, there's a there, there's a market out there for 50 year bonds from uh, you know uh, insurance just companies, insurance right? companies yeah. who are trying to offset their legal obligations. Right. Yep. Uh, so that would be a ready market. I don't know whether there's a market for a hundred year bond, except just to be greedy. But, uh, that, that's really the only argument I've heard against the 100-year bond because, you know, banks and insurance companies are the ones that hold most of the the debt in the U.S. It's an institutional um, function, really, and, and they have to have uh, operations to lay off. And I assume that there are plenty of them out there that believe that they're going to be in, in business in 100 years. But uh, there probably aren't very many other companies that uh, – Forecast well, I'm just out insurance companies because you, you, a 20-year-old buys a life insurance policy. Life expectancy is over 70. Right. That in theory they need some money in a 50-year instrument to offset that risk. Correct. So, um, but I, beyond that, I don't see you know much in the way of what uh, 
uh, issuing more. Except if I were the government today, I'd be issuing a million-year million bond. At <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the rate of interest, et cetera, and stuff like that. And, I'd, and what I would do is I would replace everything less than every, every government security less than a million years. Yeah, the 30-year right now is just short of 1.4%. Are Treasuries callable? They're not callable, are they? Um, no. no. Okay. No. So the bottom line would be is I think what that would do to our annual budget. Yeah. Now, I mean, now, that's... Who's going to be the last guy to buy the millionaire bond? <laughs> <laughs> well, they do sell perpetuities. Theoretically, that would be a millionaire bond, right? <laughs> the, the government doesn't do it, but there are some insurance companies that will surely let you get... Uh, yeah, uh, definitely um, how, preferred how, stock. I, I know what your answer is going to be when I ask this question because we've talked about it before, but how is all this money not going to be inflationary at some point? How does that even work, especially this phase five or whatever they're talking about, yeah. another $2 trillion right. plus? How, how does that even work? Well, I think in theory, Bill, there, here's the thinking about this, is there are paying people to spend money that they wouldn't have spent otherwise. And thereby, they're not increasing demand, they're just maintaining demand. Well, okay. But you see what I'm saying? For all the borrowing to pay out, uh, for example, to your employees, right? okay, to keep them on the payroll or keep them on furlough, uh, that's allowing the people to spend money and, they, and quite frankly, they, they really haven't had any place to spend it, Bill. Well, DoorDash they're not, they're not taking vacations, <laughs> and they're fair. not eating out at restaurants. Yeah, the, the banking function quite often is said to actually act as a multiplier. So, you know, coming out of 2007 and eight, the reason that we didn't see inflation, or at least so the argument goes, is that uh, banks, they, they didn't lend much money. And I, if yeah, you talk to the bankers... we just manufactured $6 trillion. Right. Yeah, thin air. Well, part, yeah, and not only that, quantitative easing actually puts dollars into the system. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you got to I guess also conceptually, think, Gene, what I'm trying to say is I'm thinking I, I would rather put my dollar in my mattress than give it to the federal government at 0.65. Well, I just absolute, don't look now. Ab but I, absolutely true. Right. And there, there's no question about it. I can't think of a, a dumber place. To put your money, except except total fear. Well, the other thing is, though, inflation's still at about 1.5, so your dollar loses that much value just by being in your mattress well, over a year. Well, that's fair, I guess. But so, you know, the 0.65 doesn't get you flush. You still have a negative return, but it's uh, it's not as bad as, as what we might be thinking about, just throwing your money in a mattress. Dr. Gene, we wanted to talk a little about some of the economic uh, indicators we've seen released this week. Um, first of all, jobless claims, which is really uh, probably the best indicator of some of the economic pain we've seen. But uh, uh, you did point out during the break that uh, the benefits, the unemployment, new claims for unemployment uh, benefits declined, although they were up 3.17 million. That was yeah, 677,000. Yeah, right. So it, it feels as if maybe we're getting toward the, you know, kind of the peak. In Basically, anybody who, who's been laid off has been laid off. Right. Right. That, that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, states are a little slow on filing these things, too. And that may, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Absolutely. So, so, yeah. the, uh, the other thing I, I noticed that um, 
like I said, new mortgage applications were up. That was right. a good thing. Uh, I'm looking at my screen right now from the American Club and Polars as they're now open and having golf packages, and you can stay there. Yeah. And, and uh, Big Cedar Lodge is opening their restaurants in the state of Missouri. So I'm talking about this. The recoveries everywhere, everybody's worried about the one thing, and that is maybe we were too, are too soon. I right. think that the, these are signs that maybe we're not too soon. Yeah, uh, that uh, percent increase in the uh, purchase index is 5.8%. So uh, it's not just a, a minute increase. Uh, at the same time, it seems like the refinance index is is uh, wearing off a little bit. I, you know, we had so many opportunities to refinance over the last few years. Uh, we really were amazed that we were going to get another opportunity, but we did. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, we talked about this back on March 6th, the spike in refinancing, 78.6%. Just unbelievable. But again, you know. The, uh, can you re- can, Bill, can you refinance a house if you're unemployed? It's, I don't think so. Well, I, I mean, uh, the only way that would work is if you had enough assets. Yeah, yeah. tons of assets, right. Well, which usually mean you're older and you're right. huddled in your house. Correct. And, uh, can't yeah. do a whole bunch. This is surely not the days of the ninja loan. Remember those, Dr. Gene? No income, no, yes. no job, no assets. No you documents. Can still get it. Just, <laughs> just breathe on a piece right. of paper. That's Fog right. a mirror. <laughs> they, they actually actually sent someone out to do a actual physical appraisal. Right. Inside and out, out of my house. Did they really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because I was pulling cash out. Same here. I, uh, I applied recently and uh, just... This week had the same situation. People showed up and wanted to see all the rooms. My daughters were a little embarrassed. They had a mask <laughs> on. Uh, but uh, what a hell of a time to have someone come and inspect the inside of your house. Exactly. It? Yeah, I, I think the common areas were fine, but my daughters were. They told me, yeah, that was a little uncomfortable to have somebody walk through my room. But uh, anyway, that's how you have it. Um, okay. So I don't. I, I, I'm. I, you know, I'm. A, I'm eternally optimistic. Um, maybe a bit confused right now because I don't know how these changes are so dramatic. But we've always recovered, and I think the most logical thing to do is assume that's going to happen. And the devastation. Let me tell you right now that that because of this thing and people not working, etc. Uh, CVS just uh, put out and said people are not renewing their regular prescriptions mm. that there's a fall off in 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 demand for prescriptions because people are filling their regular ones emergency rooms are talking about there's no one coming in and they know people are having heart attacks and strokes that hasn't changed right and and so, so there's a lot of questions out there and bill as he pointed out that the hospitals were given a 20 percent bonus for a COVID-19 patient as payment for not doing elective surgeries, et cetera. Oh, I didn't know they got, I, I didn't know what the dollar amount was. 20% bonus. Wow. So if you got somebody that comes in with a stroke, that person, they're going to find a COVID-19. I'm not, I'm not saying hospitals would do that, you know. Just because there's an economic incentive <laughs> to do something doesn't mean that <clears throat> hospitals will do that. Or anyone, right? Or, or yeah. anyone. Yeah. So, um it's going to be interesting to see that maybe COVID, it's bad, wasn't as bad as everybody said it was going to be. We know that for sure. Yeah. 
and maybe uh, this worked, causing everybody to be disruptive in their life and people losing jobs like crazy. But I question the balance of that when we're going to be all done with this doggone thing. I think round number two is not going to exist. I'm very hopeful that it's not, but... Um, well, know, I'm saying to you is the government reaction is not going to be the same regardless if there's... Yeah, no, I agree with that for sure. I agree with that for sure. Dr. Gene, we're going to take a real quick break. When we come back, we'll be talking more about the financial situation and uh, a lot more. Stick around. You're listening to Money Talks. They paid paradise and put up a fucking lie. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.